Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm David Marsland. It's Brexit Day, and we're going to try something a little bit different. This is a special episode covering a single story in depth. Let us know what you think. Use the hashtag TheLeaderPodcast. Let's give it a go, shall we? From the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. How do you sum up Brexit in a single image? It really is quite difficult. Normally you have a story or a couple of stories and you know roughly... Uh, what you're going to focus on in politics. But a day like today is you know, one of the four biggest days in, in, in the last uh, 100 years. So, yeah, it's massive. Christian Adams, the Evening Standard cartoonist, has been working on that for a week. Ideas have flown between his paint pot and pen cluttered desk in the newsroom and the busy editorial offices. Basically, I've been giving my editor uh, several ideas every day as it, the cogs go round in my head about what is, what the mood should be for today, such a massive day. That was the main thing, getting the mood right. And then I start thinking of imagery and what is suitable for, especially for, for the readers of the Evening Standard, which are very specific readers, and they're very different to other newspapers. Tone is difficult on a day of conflicting emotions and an atmosphere in the UK that could fairly, though perhaps not journalistically, be described as a bit weird. For all the hardcore Brexiteers who began gathering in Parliament Square from dawn, there are millions, at least 48% of those who voted in the referendum, who are not marking Britain's last day in the EU at all. In the newspaper, our editorial column has tried to describe the mood. Not with a bang, but a whimper. Who would have predicted that this was the way Britain would end its five-decade membership of the European Union? As the 11th hour approaches... There will be no street parties or peeling of bells in celebration, nor are there angry demonstrations and defiant protests of outrage. The exhausted nation is hardly aware that, after all the acrimony, the moment of departure is upon us. Brexit is done. The best the governing party can manage to mark the event that has consumed all its political energies and dispatched two of its leaders is a commemorative mug and tea towel. Why? Because whatever side you have taken in the debate that has cleaved our society in half, today represents a failure.
Before sunrise this morning, the anti-Brexit campaign group led by donkeys projected an enormous message to Europe onto the White Cliffs of Dover, a film featuring two Second World War veterans. This is a message from the White Cliffs of Dover, from Britain. I feel really depressed at the idea that we are leaving Europe because it has meant so much to me. I feel very, very sad about it all because uh, you don't know which way things are going. I like to be called a European. And it was to the coast, where once the RAF fought the Luftwaffe for the freedom of Europe, where you might more commonly see bluebirds today, that the Evening Standard has returned for its cartoon. The paper's gone back into its archives to pull up one of the most famous drawings in all of newspaper history. The cartoonist was David Lowe, who was a superstar. He was, I mean, a proper superstar. He had a waxwork in Madame Tussauds. Cartoonists were like Premier League footballers then. Um, so he was super famous. Um, and he um, uh, has, has many iconic cartoons of his own. This is one of them. Sir David Lowe drew for the Evening Standard from 1927 to 1950. His cartoons were world famous, except in Germany and Italy, where he was banned for his brutal depictions of Hitler, Mussolini, and basically the whole idea of fascism. Arguably, his greatest image was published on June 18, 1940, the same day Winston Churchill vowed to fight them on the beaches. And it was just after Dunkirk, and it's an extremely bold image done with brush uh, in black and white, as all cartoons were then, of course. Um, and it's a soldier, uh, you know, legs apart with his fist in the air. Um, on It's not quite the White Cliffs of Dover, but it's on the uh, coast. And the caption underneath is very well alone. So it's a cartoon of defiance, um, because we had no allies at that point in the war. Um, France had just surrendered and, um, you know... Um, so it's extremely bold image. This is not 1940, and defiance is not the word of the day. Melancholy. <laughs> I think on both sides. Susanna Butter is the Evening Standard's comment editor. The obvious melancholy is the people who wanted to remain, sort of feeling completely rudderless. They don't have an effective opposition to unite behind. There's nothing you can do, and so almost to preserve your mental health you retreat from it a bit and those are the thousands of people who were out on marches in their EU berets today they're kind of hunkering down and protecting themselves and then among those people there's also the ones who recognize that they didn't get what they wanted we're leaving the EU but they have to look forward and what's emerged is an increasingly toxic bitterness and a divided society and that they don't want what's happening but they don't want that so they're kind of doing their best to resign themselves to it and look for silver linings. We gather to discuss Ireland and the European Union after Brexit knowing of course that Brexit is still not done. We're now entering a period of transition as the negotiations commence on a new partnership, a new alliance, a new bespoke relationship between the European Union and the United Kingdom. This morning, Ireland's Taoiseach Leo Varadkar spoke about the talks that will have to take place to resolve the differences in the EU now that the UK is no longer there. 
But as our political editor Joe Murphy explains, it'll be a while before anyone notices. And that's because we're in the implementation period, which goes on for the end of the year. And during this time, all the EU laws and regulations that we have today will still apply. They'll be enforced by the same Brussels bureaucracy and the European Court and set by the same European leaders who'll be meeting. And the big difference is that when they do meet in a few weeks' time, Boris Johnson won't be with them. So the trucks will arrive in places like Calais tomorrow en route from Europe to the UK, just as they did today, as normal. But inside Downing Street in Brussels, things are changing. Next week there'll be a speech by Boris Johnson setting out this government's aims in the negotiations and spelling out that... Unlike Theresa May, he is going to accept the fact that there will be friction at Britain's borders in return for having some more freedom or some de-alignment in future from those Brussels regulations. And at the same time, all the 27 EU states and the European Parliament will be gathering and having discussions to set their own negotiating mandates for what will be um, months and months now of very, very intense talks. M the biggest item on the agenda is the trade deal that has to be struck by December, which is a frenetic timetable. But also we have to do agreements separately on security and law enforcement. Intelligence sharing is part of that. Uh, we need an alternative to be agreed on the European arrest warrant. And these things could be discussed completely separately or there could be some overlap or some trade-offs or indeed some horse trading if anybody decides that security should be put on the, uh, on the table for the talks. We are going to unite and level up, bringing together the whole of this incredible United Kingdom. On social media, the Prime Minister posted a gutsy video and called for everyone to find closure and let the healing begin. Delivering opportunity across the entire nation. It's the kind of in-this-together tone that the UK has been so good at uniting behind. But looking at David Lowe's classic cartoon, with its soldier raising a fist towards incoming planes over a stormy sea, and that caption, very well, alone. It's not what Christian Adams thinks readers of this newspaper are thinking right now. His updated picture pays homage, but adds something else. The tone of the day. Melancholy. I decided not to do a soldier, it was a civilian. And instead of defiantly there saying, very well, alone, he was walking away uh, from Europe and holding a very small, there's only a, a sort of spot colour in the cartoon, a small, a very small little Union Jack flag. Um, a bit like all the MEPs were waving yesterday. Um, and and, it, and un underneath the caption is, Oh well, alone. So it's, it's slightly, um, not maudlin, but, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's not... Um, the, the image is bold, but his, his actions um, aren't really. So it's me meant to be a little bit um, sad, you know. The readers may not know what the original cartoon was that I am updating on this. I don't think that matters because I still I think the image is still so strong that you won't need to know it. I've signed it Adams and I've signed it after Low, uh, Evening Standard 1940, which is uh, when he drew it for our paper. Um, so that's a sort of extra. It's like a sort of Easter egg if you if you don't know the cartoon. I, I can't be that proud of it because all I've done is copy the master, David Lowe's, um, you know, his uh, brush strokes and his, I've done it sort of exactly as he did it. So 
you know, and he was an absolute genius. So I vaguely copied what he's done, so I can't be that proud. But um, I, I, I quite like the idea that it's going to be one of the few cartoons that, that are going to be uh, not gung-ho about Brexit, just because of the politics of uh, the other newspapers are mostly uh, right of centre and Brexit supporting. And definitely black and white, very unusual for a cartoon nowadays, so hopefully extra, extra impact. And you can see Christian's incredible work in the newspaper or online at standard.co.uk slash comment. You'll also find articles by Susanna Butter and analysis by Joe Murphy, along with a host of other commentators. The Leader will be back at 4pm on Monday. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.